Don't worry about anything but in everything but prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. Thanks for joining us. This is day three of our Fall share and we appreciate you having been a part. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the book of Psalm, Psalm 100, beginning at verse 1. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. All of Psalm 100 then looking in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, beginning at verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. And also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I'm an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Verses 10 through 20, Ephesians chapter 6. Father, thank you once again for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and your love. Thank you, Lord, for how that you've blessed us in so many ways. You've given us life, and you've given us eternal life. You've given us the chance to be become a part of your family, the church the Lord of the Lord Jesus Christ, and your eternal family as well. Thank you for the gift of being able to spend all eternity in heaven with you. We thank you and praise you for that wonderful blessing to look forward to. Father, we thank you for your hand of grace and your mercy and your spirit that has been at work mightily in the nation of Israel and all in, in the midst of all that's going on. Lord, your mercy is working mightily. Father, flood Israel with a greater portion of your grace, mercy, and peace. Flood that whole region of the world with a greater portion of your spirit, mercy, and light. More and more, help us as the church to be interceding on behalf of the nation of Israel and all the people of that region, Lord. More and more, let your grace, mercy, and light just permeate the atmosphere of that part of the world and do a perfect work, Lord. And Lord, let your mercy work for your glory throughout that whole circumstance. Father, thank you for how that you've blessed the sheriff of so tremendously as you have thus far and how that you're continuing to bless right up until this moment. Thank you for how that you're 
running our cups over and you continue to run our cups over. Help us, Lord, to be the good stewards of all that you've entrusted to us individually and collectively in the body of Christ, the stewards you would have us to be living day by day, moment by moment, more and more for your glory. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, we are in the midst of our fall share Our producer is Isaac Jackson. Isaac is going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Hey, Father, I want to thank you for these moments. I want to thank you for this opportunity that we have to uh, work here, for this to be our jobs right now, for our jobs to be in ministry, uh, carrying out your word. Father, I ask that you would use us Um, that you would move through us, that it wouldn't be us trying to do our own things, but that it'd be us following your heart and partnering with you in what you want to do. Father, right now I want to follow in the steps of Jesus as he interceded on our behalf with you. I want to intercede on uh, the behalf of Israel uh, with you, that you would step in and that you would save lives, that you would bring food and water to who need it, that you would protect people, that you would bring peace there, that you would bring your own word, that people would get to know you uh, there, that you could bring life out of even that deep chaos. Father, I want to pray over uh, Sherathon as well, that you would um, bless this, that it'd be a wonderful partnership between our listeners as the body of Christ with us as we're trying to actively move Um, and that we would be good stewards with it, that we would uh, hand it to you, Father, and that you would multiply it in works and deeds and in saving lives and in uh, growing the church in maturity and growth. Um, Thank you so much, Father, in your holy name. Amen. 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 And, of course, we're grateful to have once again as our co-host during our share-a-thon, Jade Holofield. Jade's going to lead us in word of prayer at this time. All right. Yeah. Glad to be here. Man, Father God, thank you so much for this day. It's the third and final day of Fall Share-a-thon, Lord, and it has been such a joy just to hear testimonies from um, fellow listeners, fellow members of the body of Christ. Lord, I ask that you would continue to use American Family Association for your glory. Lord, I ask that you would bless the leadership, Lord, um, that they would be in tune with your spirit, the Holy Ghost. And um, when it comes to different aspects of AFA and ways that they aim to be a blessing to listeners, family members, marriages, single people, um, young people. Father, Just I just ask that you would continue to use this ministry for your glory, Lord. Bless the efforts that Don Wildman started many years ago. Father, I just thank you for the hour of intercession. Continue to use it for your glory. Bless every listener that's tuning in to right now, Lord. Um, may you give them a hunger and a thirst for your word like never before. You said, blessed is he who hungers and thirsts for righteousness, for they shall be filled. And if they're tuning in right now and they're finding themselves not hungry, Lord, I ask that you will lead them to just be honest with you and that you would fill them up with that hunger. May you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Jade. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. This is day three of our Fall share Day three. Uh, once again, the number to call if you'd like to call in to make a pledge to help us to continue the work and the mission of American Family Radio. The number is one Eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. Again, that's one eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. Or you can go online to give at afr.net. Again, that's afr.net. And uh, I would mention again, we're grateful to have Jade with us. And uh, I'm glad to be we, here. We've got to figure out now 
if this is day three, that means Jade won't be with us tomorrow. So we've got to figure out an excuse to get her back. That's, so I would so. love to do that. I would. Look, let me tell you, I've been on the phones this morning, and we I, Texas is showing out. Text folks from Texas will be calling. I said they really do do it big in Texas. Praise they the Lord. represent. I want some Mississippians to represent. Mm-hmm. And some uh, Alabamians. But anyway, I've always enjoyed doing this with you, Pastor Parker. I de- we definitely have to make this happen. All right. Well, we appreciate that. And, uh, you know, the theme, again, of course, for our share has been Heaven Changes everything. everything. And, you know, the best known, probably the best known scripture in all of the world is John three sixteen, which tells us, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You know, it's a very powerful thing to stop and contemplate uh, what, you know, by the grace of God, what God has given us when he's given us, when he gives us heaven, because heaven, of course, mm. is spending eternity in his presence with him. And, you know, think of this. When a believer passes away, mm. obviously loved ones yeah. uh, will miss them and maybe mourn over their passing. But the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. That person passes from this life and spent and goes into the presence of God and they go to heaven. All and you know, eternity. a powerful thing to think about yeah. is this reality. All of a sudden they've found themselves in a wonderful place where there's no more pressure. Ooh, Jesus. No more trouble, no more difficulty, mm. no more discomfort, no more sickness, no more pain. Mm-hmm. And they're in the direct presence of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Literally just joy, unending joy. Because mm. here on this earth, we have happiness, moments of happy. You know, happiness mm-hmm. is where you have your moments of, okay, I'm feeling good, but it's temporal. Joy is that sustaining. And that's what I think about when I think of heaven. Like, I'm going to be joyful all the time. Like, every day, I'm going to be just cracking up with the Lord. You know, I think he has a sense of humor. I really do. Well, and, you know, I think of this, too, that I think a very important truth for us to grasp is, you know, the Holy Spirit has many names and all of them are all the names, all the titles he has are important. But one of them is the comforter. You might say, well, why do we need a comforter? Yes, Lord. Well, because we live in a world that hurts, a world that has pain and pressure and difficulty. But the Holy Spirit knows how to comfort us in a way that no one else or nothing else can. But the fact is, we'll have uh, have His comfort and His grace, along with the presence of God the Father and God the Son as well, yeah. just without measure in heaven. Amen. Amen. And so it's one one that. more of the many things we have to look forward to in heaven. I'm trying not to cry this morning. Him, Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Ghost. He really is our comforter, our gift from the Lord. I'll never forget there was a, a season, and I'm still in a tough season right now, but there was a day within this season. It was just hard. And I was on our couch and I was just crying out to the Holy Spirit. And I kid you not, he sent a verse in my spirit. That's the that's why you've got to get in the word. Because this life is life is so hard. <laughs> Which Jesus told us that in this life we will face tests and trials, but be of good cheer. Why? Because he overcame the world. And those of us who are in Christ Jesus, we have the greater one living inside of us. That's the Holy Ghost. That is the greater one that it's referring to. Amen. Amen. What's that number to dial so they can keep hearing stuff like this? That number is one 616 If you want to keep hearing spirit-filled discussions of the Word of God, um, call in one 616 or give online at AFR.net. There is no big or small gifts. We are grateful for whatever the Lord puts on your heart. Amen. Amen. And as we talk about the wonderful theme of heaven, it's so important for us as believers to be mindful of this important reality. One of the critical reasons 
as to why we're to be bright, shining, vibrant witnesses all the days of our lives is because everyone that doesn't know Christ, they don't have heaven to look forward to. Mm. And so the fact is, when a person that doesn't know Christ passes away, it's always an extreme tragedy because they pass into an eternal nightmare called hell. And so as believers, we should be, we should allow the Holy Spirit to use us mightily every day of our lives to help take as many people with us to heaven as Mm -hmm. we possibly can. Every day counts in the economy of eternity. Amen. Because the scripture tells us tomorrow's not promised. That's right. It's not promised. I mean, yes, also the Lord does promise 120 years in the Psalms. Um, but when we get over into tomorrow's not, but those of us who are in Christ, we we're, we really are, we will never die. We're only going to die in this body. But I have thought about that. Those who don't know Christ and when they die, that is some deep grieving and mourning uh, to me when I think about someone who did not come to Christ and they have left. So um, if you're listening now and you've yet to come to the Lord, today is a great time to be, day to be saved. Exactly. <laughs> it is a great day to be saved. As long as you're in the land of the living, you have that opportunity. So any person listening, if you've never given your heart to Jesus, we want to invite you to make that step today again because Jesus is what life is all about. Knowing and walking with Jesus is what life and eternal life is all about as well. And again, the best possible life we can live while we are here is a life knowing Jesus Christ and following him every single day. And you don't come to Christ because you're perfect. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people say, oh, I'm going to come to him once I get my stuff together. Are you God? You're not. That, that your your sins is what sent Christ to the cross. So you are to come to him now, right as you are, and he's going to do the polishing and the cleaning up. He does that when you accept Christ as your Savior and then his spirit, the Holy Ghost, that's the spirit of the Lord, the living God. When he comes and lives inside of you, he's going to do that work. Trust me. <laughs> you just come on as you are. Father, we pray that every single person listening today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, move upon their heart yes, and their Lord. mind. Move upon them and encourage them, Lord, to make that step, to fully commit their hearts, their lives, their all to you, knowing that, again, the best life they can live is a life knowing Jesus and living for him. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity we, the church, have of being able to be your witnesses, your ambassadors, to invite people to come to know you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. The number to call if you'd like to make a pledge, 1-877-616-2396. Again, that's 1-877-616-2396. Or go online to AFR.net. We'll be right back.
Big Daddy Weave with Heaven Changes Everything. We're in the midst of our fall share and we're encouraging every single listener to prayerfully get involved. Both please continue to pray with us on our final day as well as we're inviting you to prayerfully consider giving a gift to help us continue the work and the mission of American Family Radio. The number to call to make a pledge is 1-877-616-2396. Again, that's one 1- or you can go online to give at AFR.net. Again, that's AFR.net. And again, please be mindful, as we mentioned before, a gift of any amount is a seed in the kingdom. And remember this, the Bible does tell us, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give into your bosom, for with the same measure that you've met with all, it shall be measured back to you again. God calls everyone in the kingdom to be a giver. And the fact is, obviously, we can give money, but, you know, we can give of our time. We can give of our talent, our strengths, our gifts. We can, you can give away a smile. You can share a word of encouragement. You can give insight and truth from, from the gospel to encourage people. You can share the gospel and help people to come to know Christ. We're called, all of us, to be givers. Amen. Amen. And, and I think people, you know, the Lord doesn't want us to be stingy givers. You know, you know what I mean? Like where your heart is, okay, I'm going to give, but Lord, I really need. No, you got to trust the Lord that when you give, he's going to bless you. He, Especially when you're giving into good ground, like American Family Association. And you may be thinking, uh, she works there. She's biased. Look, I'm going to tell you, I'm really big on integrity. I'm really big on honoring the Lord. I would not stay in a place that doesn't aim to do that, okay? Like I can, I can assure you that this is a place, this is a ministry that the Lord has used mightily. Obviously, it's been here. How many, how many years has AF? they've been around a long time <laughs> AFA started was ni- 1977. 1977 I wasn't even born then that was the year I graduated from high school Pastor Parker <laughs> look you give your age away okay. so but I'm still a young fellow you, you are, didn't know that yes okay. sir you are young you really uh, are but the number to call if you'd like to make a pledge is one eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. Again, that's one eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. Or you go online to give at afr.net. Now, I want to ask. I think I may have asked these questions before, and um, I'm going to invite invite Isaac or Jade Brother to kind of Isaac, respond here, the though. Producer. So, but uh, I want to ask now. Uh, probably you know the first part, though, but. Who wrote more of the Bible than any other person? How many Who was Spirit? That? Moses. Okay. Okay, it was Moses. Moses write, wrote right about 20% of the whole Bible. Now, what old me would have said Paul, because Paul wrote a lot, but Moses. Paul yeah. wrote the largest numbers of books, uh-huh. but in terms of volume of Scripture, Moses wrote right about 20% of the whole Bible. So that, that's a huge... And that percentage is way above the next person. Now, let me ask you this. Who who wrote the next largest amount of Scripture in the Word of God? I'm looking at Isaac. It? I've heard this question before, and I can't remember. <laughs> Come on. I, wait, wait, don't tell it's, me. Don't tell me. I'm like, I know. It's probably not who you think, but go Come ahead Holy Spirit. Um, okay. Is it a prophet? Oh. Okay, what you guys? Wait. Um, it was um, is it a prophet? one of the women um, right a after one? the first books, wasn't it? A woman? Not, not quite. No. Not quite. Uh, I was no, thinking number, Ruth or something. Ezra. Ezra? Ezra. Ezra. 
Ezra wrote uh, the second largest amount of scripture, and uh, I sure you know, some, sometimes that. people may not be aware that Ezra wrote First and Second Chronicles. Oh, that is um, awesome. as well as the Book of Ezra as well, and, and those are long books, you mm. know. But um, the number three writer, make a guess, who's the number three? I want to say Paul, Paul, but it's probably not Paul. It's not Paul. It's not is Paul. it David? It's Luke. Luke? Luke wrote the Gospel of Luke and the Book of Acts, which actually cover oh. a lot of ground, Acts, especially yeah. the Book of Acts. But yeah. also, Luke is a long gospel as well. Okay, who's number four? Any guesses? You making us? You making me look <laughs> dumb on radio, Pastor Parker? Oh, I'm lots playing. of people would know this. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to I'm worry playing. about. All okay. right, so who's next after Luke? Paul? <laughs> Come on, Paul. Not quite. Not Paul, quite. Are you in there? Je- Jeremiah. <laughs> He wrote the book of Jeremiah and the book of Lamentations as well. Oh, wow. Jeremiah. Jeremiah now, number five. Paul? Paul is it. There Paul you go. <laughs> read a lot of Paul books, is just uh, a little shorter. So, exactly. And, Apparently. Yeah. And, you know, something interesting about, on the one hand, now, now let me say this, too. Um, that's not just interesting information to be mindful of. It's powerful to think that. These are people, along with the rest of the, the writers of the of the Word of God, the people God used to write the Word of God, were used mightily of the Lord yeah. to share His Word. Now, the Bible is complete. You know, we don't add to it. We don't subtract from it. It's complete. Now, you might think, well, the Bible's already written, so what can I do? Well, let me tell you what you and I can do. We can read it. Amen. We can decide to read it because the reality is many people have quite a few Bibles in their home. But the fact is, lots of Bibles collect dust every day. And what a tragedy, because again, we're not going to add to the writing of Scripture, but we can add to the living out of Scripture. And part of it happens as we're diligent students of God's Word, as we read and meditate on God's Word. Now, we were talking about the Holy Spirit a few minutes ago. What He does is the more you fill your heart and your mind with the Word of God, the more He sets you on fire to be used of God to carry out His work. So He's the comforter. But also, you could say that he has actually many other titles we may not even fully grasp. He's our divine tutor Ooh, to that's teach good. us how to carry out your calling. He's ready to help you as much as you want help. Yes, he'll help yeah. you a whole lot every day. Or if you only want to listen from time to time and miss out on so much more guidance, then he's there. But the reality is, he's our divine tutor who helps us grasp what Scripture says and how to live it out. Mm. And the fact is, amongst other things, he's a fire. And what's going on is that Dunamis. fire inside of us, it can be like a little the flame of a candle or it can be a bonfire. How big he burns inside of each of us is the ball is in our court. Mm. And one of the keys is fill, fill up with the word and live the word. Fill up and live the word every Come day. Come on, Pastor Parker. That's good. Let me let you get yeah, the number one more no, time. Look, here. I'm over here. I'm, I feel like I'm in church service. This is so good. Um, you're teaching now. One eight seven seven, y'all, is the number to give. One eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. That's one eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. Or you can give online at afr.net. Pastor Parker, you over here teaching. Well, praise you hear me? Lord. Like that, the Holy Spirit. And I, this is something that I've been pondering over recently concerning the Holy Ghost, concerning the Lord. And that is when we come to him, because um, he wants us to examine our hearts. He wants us to be honest, but make sure that you're doing it in an honorable fearing and reverence to him. And what I mean is, you know, how sometimes we can talk to other humans like, I, you know, I was a teenager and I wasn't 
out irate, but I had my moments where my tone wasn't always the best. I, so my, the point I'm making, you're speaking to the king. You're speaking to the creator of the universe. So when you do come to him and when you do lead, ask the Holy Spirit to help you in whatever situation, make sure you're doing it in the, with the right heart of respect and reverence and honor and ex- expecting him to answer you because he will. Because he wants, because Jesus wouldn't give you a, a weak gift. He said, I'm, I'm going to send you a gift. And let's be honest, his ultimate gift was his him dying on the cross for our salvation. But the second best one is the Holy Spirit. And I feel like many churches didn't, they don't teach enough on the the, the personhood of the Holy Ghost. Like mm-hmm. we have the spirit of the living God. Let that sink in. The creator of the world has a spirit. His name is Holy Ghost. I like saying Holy Ghost personally, King James Version. And he lives within us. That is huge to me. The number to give. <laughs> That's the part. Got that paper in front. One eight seven seven. You know I keep going. Six one six two three nine six. If you want to keep hearing teachings like this from Pastor Parker on the Arab Intercession, all these shows, call in now. One eight seven seven six one six two three nine six, or give online at afr.net. But well, and you know, uh, Jade, I think of this. Um, one of the power, one of many powerful truths about the Holy Spirit is that. The Holy Spirit's ready to explode all the time. He's ready, but he's looking for, and, and it's helpful to understand this is something that's borne out powerfully in Scripture. God is always looking for vessels that want to be used. But he's ready to explode in any given situation, but a key is faith and expectation to be used by God. One of the reasons why it's wise to pray the prayer of Jabez every day is because basically when we pray that prayer, and we're going to take a moment to pray it now. Father, thank you for all of our listeners and all of us, Isaac and Jade and us here, and thank you for all of us here at Sherathon Central as well. Bless each and every one of us indeed. Expand each of our territories. Cause your hand to be mighty upon each one of us. Keep each one of us from evil that we may not cause pain. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, you know, the four parts of that prayer are all important. The first one is you're saying, Lord, bless me. And when you bless me, bless me a lot. We're not telling God how to do it. But remember this, God is ready to do big things all the time, but he's looking for vessels. So when we're wise enough to pray a prayer like the prayer of Jabez, God's ready to answer it. Again, every day you pray it, God will answer it. So the first part is, Lord, bless me, and when you bless me, bless me a lot. But we're not telling him how to do it. God has so many assignments every day, and he wants vessels that are willing to be used and their the desire to be used. So bless the first part, bless me a lot. Expand my territory. In other words, Lord, expand my influence for you. Mm-hmm. Expand how like you're that. able to use me. And clearly, it's a wise thing, obviously, for business people to pray because God wants to bless your business, but he wants to use your business to build his kingdom as well. His That's kingdom. a prayer to help you do just that. Expand my territory, that your hand would be with me. The hand of God is the spirit of God. That third part of the prayer is like basically asking for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Remember, the Holy Spirit, he's God. He's the power of God. He's the grace of God. And he knows how to do and what to do in every situation. So asking for a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit is smart. And the last part, keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. The devil's always trying to trip us up when we want to be used by God. But we're wise to ask God to keep us from evil, Mm -hmm. that we wouldn't cause problems or pain in the world. So again, the prayer of Jabez is a wise prayer to pray every day for anyone that wants God to use them more and more and more. And I believe every believer 
ought to be praying that way every single day. I agree. I, I, I think I've said this before. You blessed me with that little bitty book of the prayer, Jabez, and that prayer works. God, he... he like we said earlier, I think it was um, Tuesday, the first day of Sherathon, when we were talking about, you brought up Isaiah 55. And I said, Jeremiah 112, God says, I will watch over my word to perform it. And the Lord likes when we say, Father, you said this in your word. And so the prayer of Jabez, he will bless you. He will. And can I also add this? Oh, like broaden your mind. Don't think that it's just going to be monetary money. Like the Lord can bless you with health if he chooses to do so. He can help bless you with children if you're believing God for kids. I know me and my husband, hey, believe that we're believing that for, with them. Um, he can bless you in so many different facets. Don't, um, that's why I like the prayer. And it, it does not put God in a box is what I'm trying to say. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And so we're wise to pray it every day. And you know, What's a little bit on the humorous side is sometimes when you have believers that have begun to pray it, after a while they may say, Lord, I need to stop praying for a little while because you're just answering it so much and <laughs> you're just, I'm, I'm getting too busy, Lord, with yeah. ministry. But actually, I think it's wise for us to keep praying it for this reason. Number one is, again, God desires vessels that want to be used and it's wise to pray it. But at the same time, not only can God use us more and more to do ministry, he can expand our capacity to do ministry mm-hmm. so that like for his glory. Exactly. And so like something that you once upon a time did that may have let may have moved you forward 10 steps before God may bless you so that when you do it this time, it may lead, it may move you forward a hundred steps doing the very same thing. Yes. So the beauty is God will use you in ways you may not even fully grasp or comprehend. But the important thing is Desire to be used of God. And I, I, I think that. of this too. And um, let me share this right after I share the number one more time. The number to call if you'd like to make a pledge is one 616 2396 Again, that's one 616 2396 Or you can go online to give at AFR.net. Again, that's AFR.net. Well, again, I've shared this before, but I think it's powerful to look at, and it's obviously in Scripture. But I think of two prophets in Scripture who are great examples. Now, let me say this up front. Both of them are great servants of the Lord and not putting one down per se. But the fact is one of them had a much better attitude than the other one. Uh (laughs) The fact is in in the Bible, lots of people know the names of Isaiah and Jonah, both of them great prophets of the Lord. But it seems both of them had two very different approaches to ministry. When God called uh, Isaiah in in Isaiah chapter 6, and Isaiah 6 is a powerful chapter to read, but here it's sort of what you might say was sort of uh, Isaiah's commissioning chapter where uh, God allows Isaiah to step into a vision of heaven and to step into throne room, the throne room. And it's sort of like a committee meeting that God allows Isaiah to observe. And God, uh, after an angel is used of God to cleanse his lips, and I'll tell you what, we'll pick up right there on the other side. <laughs> Man, You're listening Isaac. to the Hour of Intercession. The number to call if you'd like to make a pledge is one 2396 Again, that's 1-877-616-2396. Or you can go online to give at afr.net. Again, that's afr.net. We'll be right back. You're calling me over 
of Lincoln Brewster with Made New. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our producer is Isaac Jackson and our co-host during our share-a-thon is Jade Holofield. And Jay's going to share with us the number once again if you'd like to call in to make a pledge. Yeah, it's the third day of Sherathon, guys. That number to dial is one 616 2396 Again, that's one 616 2396 Or you can give online at AFR.net. I still love them. I miss the old jingle. They need to bring it back. We need to let you make a brand new one. I don't so want to. I just again, miss it. Jay. I don't want to do it myself. I just miss it. <laughs> AFR.net. But, you can give but online. But you do it so well. You really do. So. I think I'm just going to clip out what you just did and we just use that. Don't you do that. <laughs> My voice is a little crispy. I've been talking on the phones this morning, taking donations. All right. Well, uh, again, I was sharing about Isaiah and Jonah, and, and let me say this again, both of them great servants of the Lord, but there are some important lessons we can learn from observing them in their lives. Uh, Isaiah in chapter 6, in fact, I'm going to read this, Isaiah chapter 6, beginning at verse 1, because it's very powerful. Again, Isaiah chapter 6, starting at verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. And the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings. With two he covered his face. And with two he covered his feet. And with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called. And the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me! 
for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having his hand, having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken from the tongues from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Verses 1 through 8 of Isaiah chapter 6. And note here again, this is a powerful vision that God gives to Isaiah. But at the same time, you could say not only was it a vision, but it was sort of a commissioning time for Isaiah into ministry. God asks a question. Now, keep in mind, God is what it is in the midst of what you might call a heavenly committee meeting. And he lets Isaiah step into the committee meeting. And he asks the question, who will go? And, and note, too, powerful just to really see how God asks his questions. He says, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And Isaiah responds, he just, you might say, he just jumps into the vision himself. Here am I, send me. So he responds with a statement and a prayer. Here am I, send me. And the prayer that Isaiah prayed is actually a wise prayer for us to pray daily, just like it's wise to pray the prayer of Jabez, because God is looking for people who want to be sent. He's looking for people who want to go. And so God answered that prayer, and God used Isaiah mightily. The book of Isaiah has 66 chapters. It's one of, if not the longest uh, prophetic books in all of the Word of God. Now, again, no disrespect to Brother Jonah, but Jonah (laughs) had an attitude uh, problem. He did. God called him to go to Nineveh, and the fact is uh, he did not like the Assyrians. And so he didn't want to go, and so he immediately catches a boat going in a different direction. And God has to discipline him and uh, has him tossed overboard a a ship he was on and swallowed by a big fish and almost drowns, but God saves him and gives him another chance. So he does go, and he preaches. But now note this. Jonah was a mighty anointed prophet of God. How many other instances in Scripture you see where basically a whole city repents after hearing the preaching of the word of God. But this city, the city of Nineveh, repents. The king and the people as a whole after hearing the preaching of Jonah. Yeah. And so, and and, and part of what happens at the end, of course, is Jonah's still sort of hoping they didn't repent because he wanted to see him get zapped. He his really heart. did. So of his heart. he had some challenge. Jonah needed some prayer when it came to his attitude. But now note the difference between God answered Isaiah's prayer. He said, here am I, Lord, send me. God used him to write 66 books in the book Ooh. of Isaiah. And one of the books Jesus in his earthly ministry quotes from the most is the book of Isaiah. How many chapters in the book of Jonah? Very few. Not nearly four, as many. Four chapters. Four chapters. Now, again, no disrespect to Jonah. You coming for Jonah. But, but the fact is, God used Isaiah. Isaiah said, Lord, here am I, send me. Isaiah prayed to be used, and God used him mightily. Jonah was kind of reluctant, didn't want to. He finally gave in. God used both of them. But you see a big difference. Four chapters and 66 chapters, big, big difference. You know, I think I love how you broke that down, Pastor Parker. Are you coming for Jonah? I, I think also the thing that crosses my mind is Jonah probably lacked knowing God's character. 
Isaiah mm-hmm. did not. Because when we know his character, we I do believe we as believers are more prone to have a, to have a life where our hand is op- our hands are open to him mm-hmm. and to and because I'll be honest. I struggle having a fully open hand due to some heartaches that I've had and experiences because I'm aware that God is sovereign. He's all powerful, almighty. And so I I know with Jonah, um, he didn't like the Ninevehs, Ninevehs, Ninevites, is it Ninevites? Assyrians. Assyrians. He called them to go to Nineveh. Help me, Holy Spirit. It's been a while since I've read the story. Mm -hmm. But I remember also I read a little bit of the history. Those those people killed his people so that I I can imagine there'd be some difficulty for me to... Mm-hmm. If they they don't kill my people, and I, I know that's not right, and that's why I say we have to ask the Lord. First of all, there is power when we acknowledge where we are, instead of of trying to come off as oh I got it no no no. The Lord already knows your heart, so I wonder what would have happened if Jonah would have been like, Father, help me change my heart to have your heart towards people. That's how He wants us to be, y'all. I got to give the number one eight seven seven. 616-2396 is the number to dial. This is our third day of Sherathon. We need you. The number is one 616 or you can give online at AFR.net. I really like these two stories. I like how you are comparing the two, too, because there is a difference for sure in their approach. Well, and you know, a very important challenge that I would want to lay before every single listener is this, that again, our goal today is not just to lift up one and rag on the other, <laughs> but the important thing is note this, how much do each one of us want to be used by God? Yes. Because so the true. reality is God is looking for servants that want to be used. And tragically, too often you have people that uh, may very well be believers, but they just kind of want to do just enough to get by. Yeah. And the fact is God desires more Isaiahs, Mm -hmm. people that long to be used because when they pray a prayer like the prayer of Jabez and the prayer of Isaiah every day, God is glad to answer it because he's looking for servants that want to be used. And remember, it's about ministry and compassion Mm -hmm. because the fact is, you know, we we look at just like we're talking a few moments ago about, well, you know, Jonah didn't care for the Assyrians. They were mean to his people. We live in a world where none of us deserve the grace of God. Yes. Ooh, Not a single one of us deserve the grace of God yes. because of the things Man. we have done. But God in his mercy loves us and he died on the cross for us in spite of us too. So I, my encouragement and challenge to every listener is desire to have a heart like that of Isaiah that longs, Lord, here am I. Send me. Lord, bless me indeed. Expand my territory. Place your hand anew upon me. Keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. And remember this. Every day you pray prayers like that, God will answer He sure them. will. Mm-hmm. I, I, can I, if I could read this one verse. Okay. Because we got to remember that we are living in this on this earth to give God glory. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Actually, I'm going to go to verse 12 and 13. So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it, verse 13 is what I'm emphasizing. For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. We are literally like our lives is truly for him. And I think because we live in such a um, social media, you know, everybody like we're selfish. We are cotton picking selfish y'all. And sometimes when the Lord reveals me, Eric, cause I, I consider myself a pretty kind giving individual, but when he um, shines a light in an area of, of my heart where I, 
I'm still selfish in. I'm like, what in the world? Because we, st- I still want my ways in some aspects. But really, my life is no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. Colossians 3, one of my favorites says, for I am dead, verse 3, uh, chapter 3, verse 3, for I am dead. My life is hid with Christ in God. When we come to him, we're saying, okay, I, it's no longer about me. It's all about what you want me to do for your glory, Father. Amen, amen. That number to give. One eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. That's one eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. Or give online at afr.net. This is good. That's one You're more, encouraging me, one, Pastor Parker. One more reason to have Jade back so we can let her do some more of this good preaching. Man, so praise I, the Lord. This is ministering <laughs> to me. It really is because I am wrestling with things with the Father. And because I think sometimes people may think, oh, they're talking about the Bible, like they got it going. No, we don't. I am wrestling with things, but I'm also aware of his faithfulness through the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Well, our time is just about gone. But again, we want to say a word of thank you once again to every listener that has pledged already and those that will still pledge again to help us continue the work and the mission of American Family Radio. Once again, the number to call to make a pledge one eight seven seven six one six two three nine six, or you can go online to give at afr.net. And as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today and you know that you're not saved or you're not sure where you stand with God, but you desire to make that step to fully commit your heart and your life to the Lord, we want to invite you to make that step. If you want to fully commit your heart and life to the Lord, would you simply from your heart pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived, you died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. In the word of God, you told us, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, right now, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to be in touch with you. We definitely would like to connect with you. We want to share with you some literature and resources that will help you to begin to grow up and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. That email Get in touch, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please get in touch with us. We'd like to share that literature and some of those resources with you one more time. Joseph at afr.net. Jade, one last time, would you share the number to call? Yes, that number to dial to give on our last day of share a thon one eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. That's one eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. Or give online at afr.net. And thanks again, Jade, for your help during our share a I've enjoyed this. Thank you. Thank you for being part of our listening family. Join us again next time for the hour of intercession.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.